there is a decades-long shortage of veterinarians that's really starting to cause big problems in our province. Uh, industry professionals, all kinds of stakeholders saying, we got to do something to try and fix this. So we're going to get uh, a look at exactly what's going on in Alberta right now with Dr. Pat Burridge. Um, Dr. Burridge is the president of the Alberta Veterinary Medical Association joining us now. Uh, doctor, thank you for your time this morning. I appreciate it. Yeah, good morning, Shay. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. So when we take a look at what's going on with vets in uh, the province of Alberta, I guess we're dealing primarily with rural vets here. Is that where we're seeing the biggest shortage? Well, we'd like to think that, but that's not the case, Shay. I okay. think it's it's uh, it's it's across the board in, in all aspects of veterinary profession. So if we're thinking of private practice, both the companion animal and, and the rural mixed animal practice uh, are both in need. And when we're talking about veterinary professionals, we're not only talking about veterinarians, we're also talking about veterinary technologists. So uh, it's a veterinary professional yeah. workplace shortage and covers it all. Yeah, it's an industry-wide sort of thing. So what kind of an effect are we seeing on the province right now? What, what you know, just how bad is the situation and uh, what effect is it having on, on, on Albertans? Well, the good thing is that, 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 that the animals are still being cared for. I think the most significant issue is the toll it's taking on the mental health of of the veterinary professionals because COVID has exaggerated uh, the issue significantly. Um, You know, animals are still being cared for, obviously, for elective type procedures. Uh, There's a significant wait time for clients. And so um, we're, 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 we are as, as well as, as the general public is concerned that we're, if we don't address this, uh, sooner than later, there will be issues associated with animal welfare, food safety, all those things. Yeah, you make a good point, because I think for a lot of us, especially those of us who live in the city, when we think about the vets, you know, oh, we, we've got to take our dog in for its shots or, you know, whatever the case may be, dogs, cats, things like that. But, you know, when for, for rural people and for, you know, as you mentioned, you know, the cattle industry and things like that, veterinarian services are, are a cornerstone of making sure that that industry functions properly. Well, that's correct. And, and, there are pockets of the province where access to veterinary service is very limited, and, mm-hmm. and obviously that's a concern. And so as a producer, one has to be concerned is, is if, I have, if I have an animal in need, where do I go? And, and, and again, this has been a long time getting to this point, Shay, and, yeah. and, uh, uh, but it's recognized now. And, and, and uh, we, we've had some recent information that's been uh, through a government-sponsored report that's indicated how serious the problem is and how serious the problem will be if things aren't addressed. Now, like you say, this has been an ongoing situation for some time. We just don't produce enough veterinarians in Alberta, right? That, that's basically the cornerstone here. Well, that's correct. And, and so we, we haven't kept pace with the population so as veterinarians, uh, and, and this is, you know, and to be fair to the, to the process, Alberta isn't alone in this. It, this is a sort of a global issue, but certainly a Canada-wide issue. And, and because we have our own veterinary college and, and we graduate our, our own Alberta-born students, uh, this, is, uh, this is now a concern to us. And so uh, generally, uh, retirement is about 3% of the population, and, and we're only graduating enough veterinarians to fill that void of retiring veterinarians. And so uh, zero growth, and, and, and that's starting to expose a weakness in the system. Well, I was really surprised to find out that we only graduate 30 students a year uh, for decades. I mean, now it's been expanded to 50, but they're not even graduated yet. Um, that, that seems like a tiny, tiny school for a province this size. <laughs> it, 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 
it appears that way. Yes, and so so you know it's it's uh, it's not that people don't want we, to be vets. It's just there's there's not enough educational spaces. Oh, correct. I mean, we're we're very oversubscribed. I mean, we have five to one qualified applicants per seat, and so. So we think about those 30 seats or now soon to be 50 seats. I mean, there's 150 qualified individuals. And so uh, we have lots of people that have the qualifications to be veterinarians. We just don't have the space for them. So obviously, a, a, a one way to remedy this would be to expand the number of spaces, I would think, right? Is that something that you're focusing on? Uh, very much so. We're in conversation with with both government and 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 the University of Calgary School of Veterinary Medicine, uh, and obviously a complex process because uh, money solves a lot of problems, but but also there's infrastructure at, yeah. at the educational end to be able to handle the number of these students. And so this conversation has been ongoing for some time. Uh, with the recent information we have now, we're amping up the the conversation to co. How do how do we make this real? So in trying to handle what's going on right now, um, when you're taking a look at this, I imagine it's just like it is with um, uh, human doctors uh, in terms of getting people to work in smaller areas and rural areas. It's tough. Uh, They'd rather live in the cities. And uh, I imagine that's a consideration that you have to try and deal with. And also the fact that it is so hard to get into and the people who are in it and perhaps want to get out of it are ready for retirement are being forced to stay on longer than they had planned simply because they feel they have to, right? Are both those things happening? Well, certainly both of those things are happening, and and I have I am able to to uh, secure senior citizens discounts at, at many restaurants <laughs> that I that uh, and and having said that, I, I do I should I really be still in practice and and obviously love what I do and and love to contribute, but but uh, certainly there isn't any young people standing behind me tapping me on the shoulder to take my place. So. So that's that's that is certainly part of it, and and like many other professions, attracting new graduates into rural communities yeah. is difficult. And 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 again, it is a big big issue from a number of different reasons. We can we may be able to attract the veterinarian, but they usually come with a spouse and a family. And 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 how do we entertain that part of of the equation? Uh, and so there's been lots of discussions with municipal districts and, and government in, in, yes, we need to look at how to attract the veterinarian first, but we also have to deal with the family that comes with them. And so, um, and these are things, and obviously when I graduated 30-some years ago, you know, 20% of the population came from an agricultural background. Well, now they tell me it's less than 3%. Wow. So, so those select individuals that are entering into vet school have you know, are, are much distanced from agriculture than it was when I was there. And so uh, typically rural people go back to rural settings, um, but we have a smaller population to choose from. So, so again, the struggle is how do we get those that don't originate from agriculture back into agriculture? And that's part of our job. So obviously you're sounding the alarm. How's it going over with, like you say, the educational institutions, the University of Calgary and the provincial government? Do they recognize the need to um, put more resources into this or are you sort of running into a, a brick wall here? Well, thankfully, no brick walls yet. Good. And and when I say that, um, everybody has been working together. I mean, even this week, we're organizing a couple of different working groups uh, you know, it's being spearheaded by the Alberta Veterinary Medical Association, uh, one working group on education retention and, and another working group on, on registered veterinary technologists utilization. So how do we, how do we get, get technologists to support the veterinarians 
to to continue to get the work done. And so um, this involves all the stakeholders, obviously the educational institutions, government, and and uh, and any of the industries that involve veterinarians. And so and and this has been you know we're, we're we've been amping this up as we go, and and now it's go time. And 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 the government has been very supportive all the way along, and they're they're very interested um, to see the outcome of these working groups, which we hope. That we'll have information back by early fall, and and but government is waiting, and and they're aware, and and they've been part of the conversation all the way along. Excellent. I mean, it, it makes sense that uh, this is something that it's a dire need, and it, it can affect industry and all kinds of different areas. So good to hear that everybody seems to be on board and recognizes this is a problem, and uh, working together on finding a solution. So fingers crossed, we can be optimistic here. Absolutely, uh, it's kind of exciting times. Meaning, you know, this is. This will be great for Alberta. Yeah. It'll be great for the, the the vet school in Calgary if we can if we can expand the number of students in in fairly short order. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Doctor. I really appreciate it. Okay, great, Shay. Thanks. Thank you. That's Doctor Pat Burridge, who is the president of the Alberta Veterinary Medical Association.